Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Justice League Fallout. Patty Jenkins is talking Wonder Woman 2, and the human race is actually living within the plot of Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. <laughs> Unite! Under the green! Wow. Yes! Keep thinking! Oh, yeah! Welcome, one and all, to DC Movie News. I'm Adam Gertler. Thanks for joining us. Today we have somewhat of a new panel, but an old panel. Returning friends, uh, Mike Kalinowski and Johnny LaQuasto cannot be joining us today. Half Uh, the people just left. Half the people just left. (laughs) All you Kalinowski fans. Come on, today's going to be a fun day on DC Movie News. So much to talk about. Um, only good press for DC if you're if you're looking on the blogs or the blogosphere. I've been offline for a couple of weeks. I was on vacation, but I'm sure online <laughs> is things. only good press. Here to talk about it, Bobby Bogner. Hello, happy to be here. Thanks for bringing me back. Uh, you look like our very own Lex Luthor. Sir. That's right. Well, after my favorite scene in uh, Justice League, I figured I'd dress up. Was that your favorite scene? For spoiler sure. Alert, spoiler scene. alert. Spoiler uh, alert. Oh yeah, spoiler alert, guys. It's DC movie news. If you haven't seen Justice League by now, you're part of the problem. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. A lot of people's favorite scene. I loved it, too. Uh, the crown jewel of the DC movie news world. She's Roxy Stryer. She's going to dance about it. No, I was just going to put the crown on my head oh, today. Uh, I've really evolved. That's great. Thank you. Does it look like a crown? I can't see it. Totally like a crown. Yeah, jewels and everything. Ta- well, we're going to do it in post. We're gonna, Anthony's going to put jewels yeah, on Yeah, Anthony, that, can so. you hook it up, please? Throw some yeah, I got you. I, I love pink. Right. Uh, if you were disappointed Done. that you never got to see the black costume in Justice League, here to represent that idiom is the Paul Punt himself, Paul Ponte, <laughs> Paul Ponte. Here he is, this guy. How's it going? And speaking of the budget, I apologize for all the CG work you're going to have to do to get rid of this mustache. I got you too, Paul. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, right. As long as we're doing post-production. Guys, I got to start off with a really, really funny story. Uh, last time I had a very funny personal encounter that I told you about, and some people were like, oh, you know, stupid celebrity encounters. I told you about the real tall guy I met mm-hmm. who's going to be on a Marvel show, whatever. A lot of Some people guessed who that guy was, too, by the way. Um, some people guessed wrong people, also. Yeah, some people guessed wrong people, so I won't <laughs> say who it was. Uh, but, okay, so uh, the Saturday of Justice League weekend, I, I uh, gave blood at Johnny's same with my girlfriend, which was horrifying for me <laughs> i'm totally fine with pain but when you know you're going to a place to have a needle put in you and have your blood extracted but johnny was there with a whole bunch of people who were just kind of like talking to you and making you laugh and it's a really cool experience you did you get lightheaded that? no not at all really i, I mean, passed actually out. maybe a little bit actually a little bit i want to say yeah that's why i give blood for that lightheaded feeling it's, kind yeah. of, it's like a free eye. rush <laughs> last time i gave it i passed right the f out they had to they had to pull out um, but really. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh, during the process? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, you know, listen. They're afterwards, they're like, do you want to finish? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> crap, <laughs> do it again. It's, like, it's a good thing to do, and Johnny's a hero. Um, so then my reward was I got to see Justice League again at the Vista, my favorite theater near my house, okay? So having seen Justice League, fast forward to a couple hours later, my girlfriend and I were about to go to the theater. We're at a Korean barbecue restaurant. And again, I give yeah. blood this day, so I was maybe a little lightheaded or whatever. And I see a guy like who walks into the restaurant. I'm like, that looks like Zack Snyder. And I said mm. to my girlfriend, and she's like, you think? I'm like, she's like, say hi. I'm like, I don't know. What if it's not him? I don't like that whole thing. Then I see his wife walk in, and I'm like, that looks like Deborah Snyder. Like, what are the odds that Deborah Snyder would be with someone that looks so much like, like Zack Snyder with his tattoos? So... I mean, again, this is kind of awkward, guys, because it's not like, you know, this movie's opened in gangbusters, and it's all that. But I, I I gathered the gumption, and I went over, and I introduced myself. What did you, how did you even do that? I just said, hey, uh, I'm a big fan, and this was the weirdest part. I feel like such a tool. I was like, I saw the movie twice. 
I like it. <laughs> but it was totally with that tone. <laughs> yeah. It was totally with that tone. And, and like, I gotta say, Zach and Debbie Snyder could not have been nicer. I've never heard anybody say otherwise. I'm sure. Nice I mean, because they have to deal with awkward fandom all the time. Mm-hmm. And then um, they were like, thank you. And then I recoil and recount, you know, and then I, I got myself together. I'm like, oh, I, I make all this sausage. I have a hot dog place in town right a couple of blocks from here because we were in Pasadena. I talked about Doghouse. And they were like, we take our kids to Doghouse. Wow. So they eat your sausage. They've eaten the sausage, the hot dogs, uh, and it was great. Um, but did they say we've been there twice and we liked it? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Did that you tell them about DC movie news? I did. I okay, did. I was about I to did. say you met Zack Snyder. I said. I said. I said. I said. I have a. I have a podcast called DC Movie News. <laughs> like I'm not just so like, but I feel like with just that little bit of information, he knows everything he needs to know. Right. Yeah. Uh, we did not try to get a picture. I did not want to push it and make like a great situation. Send Awkward. Him some Don't you wish that he offered? I always wish that somebody would offer. Like I wish he would have been like, "Do you want a picture?" And I think if he wanted to, he would have. Yeah. And I think you're exactly right. And I think you should wait for the offer. Yeah. Because if anybody ever recognizes me from one of my shows, I'm like, "You want a picture? You want me yeah. to come back to your house and t- tuck your kids make into you bed?" Make you sausage. Yeah. For um, you. Um. So. Yeah, guys, that was my story. I just thought it was really funny to have all people to run into, you know? Like, I don't know. What so would awesome. Been, would it have been more awkward to run into Joss Whedon or Kevin Sujihara or any of the other people responsible for this film? Nope. Ben Affleck? Probably wouldn't yeah. have said hi to Ben Affleck. No, Gotta no, tell you right no, now. No, would not have said shit to Ben Affleck. <laughs> who, who else wouldn't you have said hi to? Or is he the only one? Uh, he's the only one, I think. I would definitely would have said hi to Gal because I don't care. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do for me? I could die tomorrow. Like, literally. Uh, no, I, there's no one else. And Moa and, and all those guys. If I saw Jason Momoa, I'd immediately be like, I don't care if it's 7 in the morning. Do you want to go get a beer? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go get a beer, Momoa. Yeah, please. He'd be like, all right. And then hold me in your big strong arms. Um, anyway. Okay. So we've just lost the other half of people. We're like, enough with your stories. Listen, when you live in Los Angeles, you always run into people. Um, yeah, our lives are just perfect and great. They're perfect all, and great. Always, That's every day. That's one of the little perks. Um, so let's talk about Justice League. Obviously, uh, we've been gone since uh, the weekend after it actually officially opened because our last show was right before the real opening. So I was kind of hoping the holidays would treat it well, that a lot of people would flock to the theaters, us us Jews on Thanksgiving, we would go Coco, see Justice it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, and, and here's the weird thing about it is like it was obviously a huge disappointment financially at the box office for Warner Brothers being their lowest opening yet, even in the DC EU, which is shocking. Are we allowed to call it that anymore? I mean, we we can call it whatever we want. Some people still do. We don't need to. Okay, you don't need to. I don't I'm know. sorry. Um, <laughs> I know because it's not official, but people still use it. Um, but the reaction from like the thing is like the reaction seems to be the same where people. Like it, they like parts of it. Not too many people over the moon about it, um, but it does seem to be a disparity between how it it, it 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 was received financially, anyway, and how how it's actually being received by audiences. Because it's not like audiences are like this is a steaming turd pile. Well, the way that it is doing financially is also how it's doing critically, not audience, but critically, mm-hmm. critically and financially, it's matching completely. Okay, I see that point. But but have you guys seen the movie, by the way? Oh, yeah. Think of about course. it as like a potluck dinner, though, right? You go and you meet 50 of your friends. There's 50 dishes on the table, right? You're going to have a good time, mm-hmm. but you're not going to like everything. You're going to pick and choose the stuff that you really liked. So I think that there was stuff that everyone likes and stuff that people didn't like. So how many dishes out of the 50? Yeah. 16? Yeah, but I mean, Ooh. you know, but like you could leave really full only eating the things that you like right. and having had a great meal. Yeah. In this scenario, you have to eat all 50 of the dishes. Right. That's, yeah. That is, that's, right? You have to try every piece of the potluck like dinner in your scenario. Recipe for disaster. Right. Um, and as long as we're doing great analogies, Paul Ponte, you, uh, how do you, what was your reaction to Justice League? And then we could go to your cake What analogy. are you talking about? His potluck was a perfect transition. I thought you were doing it. Oh, no. Way too early. Oh, yeah. okay. Way too early. That would have been great, though. We have, we have for more, noticing Roxy. Thank you. We have more food analogies for the... Uh, Plenty. Yeah. Um, so I really like Justice League. I thought, you know, yeah, Steppenwolf was terrible. Well, let's get that out of the way. But considering... I don't all feel the, that way. Considering all the problems this movie went through, it's surprising it's as good as it is, to be honest. Like, it's... I really enjoyed it. I've seen it four times. Now. Four times. I saw it three times the first week. And I saw it a fourth time last week. And I enjoyed it every time. Um, I've been waiting since the early days of the internet, looking at blogs, waiting for Superman movies to come out. Right. Reading the lo- updates from, from Superman Lives, only to right. have my dreams crushed. Uh, then yeah. following every blog report of Brian Singer's Superman Returns, only for that to come out and go, 
All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and then finally, Man of Steel. And I like Man of Steel, but a lot of people don't. So this was just the Superman I've been waiting for. And that was enough, really, to, to put me over the moon. Um, but it definitely stinks of this is what Warner Brothers wants to get rid of. This is like the last remnants of their Dark Snyderverse that they want to push to the side and move on to the new thing. So they're kind of like, here, take it. Take it now. I, I've said it to Adam outside. It's like they have a piece of cake. And it's is this at the buffet old. or no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's right after One the buffet. One of the 50. They're like, okay. here's a little piece of cake. It's, it's kind of old. Um, you didn't really like it. But if you finish it, there's all this brand new cake over there. There's James Wan's cake. There's more Wonder Woman cake over there. You just got to finish this cake. And if you do... There it is. And that's kind of what, if, what, what Justice League feels like to me. They, they, they didn't want to uh, delay it. And the reason is, they just wanted to get it over with. Which sucks because it's the Justice League. Okay, now, as long as, <laughs> as, long as you just put a pin in that, because there's so many ways yeah, yeah. we can attack talking about this. When you say they wanted to get it out, there's also been new reports in the past couple of days from reliable sources indicating that some people want to get rid of Zach before Justice League. Suji Hara, Kevin Suji Hara, the CEO of Warner Brothers, made the decision to go ahead with the film with Zack Snyder. And they sent, was it Craig Silverman or one of these guys over there to oversee it? Uh, they obviously were not happy. They, they decided to not delay the film. There was also the, the talk of this merger going on, an $85 billion company that is Time Warner merging with AT&T, and that if... Uh, these executives could perhaps be denied their bonuses. Now, I don't, that's really inside baseball, but that is some nefarious Lex Luthor shit, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. I do think, though, that that's a very likely scenario in terms of getting it out when they got it out. I mean, I don't know how much better it would have been with six more months of editing, but, you know, what for a- sure, money is a driver, and if you know that it's going to make you $30 million in bonuses at the end of the year, you're going to push it. Yeah. I also think if you if you're not that, if you don't have that much faith in the project to begin with, you delay the whole project. You just do it. I mean, I know it's going to cost you money now, but cost money now versus cost money in the box office later. Like, so do you think they point? came they came into opening weekend expecting it to still be great? I think they expected to make more than they did. Yeah, I, that's what I think is surprising. Like, I, here, my my take on it is this: I think they knew, like you're saying, with the cake scenario. We knew going into this that they had changed their whole strategy for DC movies, guys. We knew this. We knew that Justice League was no longer going to be a two-parter. We knew that there was nothing coming out for a year until Aquaman. We heard people, including Jeff John, say, yeah, the movies are going to be tangentially connected, but we're clearly not doing what Marvel is doing anymore. But, cake scenario, they were pot committed Bring it back to the poker game. It's a pot cake? <laughs> they were, it's a pot cake. No, that's a separate thing. <laughs> and they had to get this movie out in some form. Um, but I. But now my question is, does this harsh of a backfire financially, does this affect, assuming that the new direction is the good direction, right? The one, the more filmmaker-focused films, the not caring about... It needs to fit the story. We're no, just going to make a good movie. It's not going to affect them negatively. It's not going to affect them negatively moving forward. I think that the next great film will do really well for them. I'm shocked. I don't think we really got to say this last time that much. I'm shocked at that the fact that this movie is not doing that well. I am shocked Agreed. how many how low of a score it's getting and how little money it's making. I really, really like this movie. Yeah. People are all saying like. Oh, now you're turning on the movie because other people aren't liking it? No, right. I'm not. I like the film. Yeah. I really like the film. I, I, liked I, saw, it. I saw it twice. I liked I it really both liked times. It. I really so did. I'm shocked, but I do think that people have really short-term memories. And if they hate this film, if the next thing that comes out is a, a rock star, they're going to be like, DC, yeah. And, and that's the thing. Is like I feel like if Aquaman is good, it doesn't matter if it opens to 70 million the first weekend, which is a great. It doesn't matter. Like what it needs is the word of mouth and the build. And, and we and saw I, that with Wonder Woman for sure. I mean, think about it. No one was happy with uh, Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman comes out, exceeds all expectations, <laughs> has legs. Well, so no. I, I so why do you guys you. think? <laughs> and I'm curious as the chat roll, what you guys think too. Why do you think? Is it like a fool me once, fool me twice situation? Like why did people come out? Uh, assuming that a lot of people didn't like BVS and didn't like Suicide Squad and liked Wonder Woman, how did the next movie, Justice League, get so few people interested in showing up that first weekend? Like, how does it finish so far below Suicide critics, Squad? Critics, 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 critics. That's really? 100% what happened to this one. The buzz sucked. 
around this film. If the buzz had been great, if it had been like Wonder Woman, then this would have been financially a huge success. But it wasn't. And the critics really went in on this movie. And they were like, this movie sucks. It's they not went in worth with your their time. Knives sharpened. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if it had done well, if, if this got a 75 to an 82 on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. we're looking at a completely different weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of the Rotten Tomatoes system at all. But uh, um, I, I don't I don't understand the vitriol this movie's getting. Uh, like, Batman vs. Superman, and it's not a movie I hate at all. I actually, like I said, I like the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman. But I understand why people don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there movies... The director's cut was even worse. <laughs> That's what there, my... there are movies that I watched. That's watch... what Mikey says. You think it was even worse. Yeah, because it did not explain that Martha situation for me, uh, and it just yeah. made it longer. I at least like that they put the bomb was encased in lead. I was yeah. like, thank you for at least... Sure, fine. Um, I'll but, give it to him. But I understand why people didn't didn't like it. Like, Man of Steel, I love. But I understand why some mm, people don't like it. You and I, my friend. Uh, yeah. We are on different wavelengths. <laughs> I love Man of that Steel. That dog, dog. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. That Never forget. <laughs> but this movie, I don't get why so many people are so down on it. I felt like it's such a good time. And the heroes are the main... The main course here. Why are there so many food analogies? Uh, I, I have a food one too. I feel the same way. We this, like to eat this here. Is like, food guys, you know yeah. when you eat chocolate and then there's like one person in the population that doesn't like chocolate and you're uh-huh. like, I don't get it. Yeah. How do you not like chocolate? We're trying the same thing. How do you hate it so much? Maybe it's not your favorite. Maybe you don't like it more than vanilla. But how do you hate chocolate? That's yeah. how I feel about this film. I feel like this film isn't chocolate. It's more like that Biscoff spread that tastes like that those cookies. It's I like think it's a little chocolate. bit more niche taste. Like chocolate. No, but I don't understand people disliking it. I understand it not being their favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you could like vanilla more. Um, Ooh, yeah. good try. Oh, man, that was a colossal Look, fail. I like the movie. It is fun. It's a, it's a so good nobody, time. See, that's the thing. Nobody on this panel is even taking dumps on this film. No, no, but <laughs> no. there's tons of stuff that, you know, fell short. I mean... Yeah. Upper lip, uh, you know. I'm with you. I feel like the thing about the upper lip is that's what's going to keep this thing from being a rewatchable classic to me. I don't want to go back to the lip. Do you remember? And Superman was some of my favorite parts of the movie. After the lip, we walked off of the lot, and Adam and I were like, that lip, though. And Mike was like, what are you talking about? Oh, wow. And we were like, that lip. And he was like, I literally don't even know what you guys are referring to. I just got used to it. It was so... You got used to it. I did. It, It was... It was, I never got you. It was so distracting. My girlfriend didn't notice it that much either. Oh, I noticed it like crazy, and I almost felt like they should have done it through all the shoot. If they were going to make it look that wonky through the reshoot parts, that they should have gone back gone and adjusted the, the other parts, because oh it was so God. different. His teeth yeah. looked Face. different. His lip looked Mike different. Just, Mike looked at me and goes, they didn't do that. He just got really high cheekbones. He was skinny in the face. I was like, what are you well, talking about, Christmas? The funny thing about it is it really looks like they did it with no reference. Like, they have pictures of his lip. Right. Why? Why didn't you they realize it is, what this is like. the last, it's like, I don't want to go too much about lip day. It was like the really high budget version of the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show thing that they do oh, when right. they put the lips in there. It was like the expensive version of that. But I didn't even care because Superman was so good in it. I ignored the lip entirely. I was like, I'm so happy. You know, I'm a big fan of Justice. What was your was your um, was your favorite scene? Also, like when they were in the Flashpoint thing together, or not the oh, uh, in the Speed Force? They made me care. They made me jump and cheer more with an eyeball movement oh, than beautiful. I think I have in the past. Great, right? Than I have in the past five or six other comic book movies I've seen. Uh, so, you know. Th- Moments like that are what's gonna, are what really made the movie for me. So, yeah, my yeah. biggest problem is the same problem that I have with all of the CGI big baddies. That's awful for me. And then I have a problem where the rules change for what the powers are. Verisimilitude. I. That's what I was gonna say. In you know, going back to the cake situation. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. There can be ten thousand parademons, but then they start attacking one at a time. But then the second that they can go after the big bad, they come in as a swarm. I, you know, just inconsistencies in that kind of thing really bothers me in a film to begin with, you know? Um, So, do you guys think... uh, I want to move on and talk a little bit about the fact that a lot of people have been petitioning to see the Snyder Cut. There are some people saying that this doesn't exist, but there are other people saying it totally does exist, and some people were shown this early, like with the first... And there have been people that come out, and I even have a list here of all the changes between the movies... Um, the cinematographer for Justice League has come out, and he he says that he supports the Snyder Cut. Would, do you guys think this would have made a difference? Do you think it would have made the film more or less successful, given the past with Snyder's films? It seems like the studio didn't have complete faith in him, but it also seemed that BVS's reception gave them reason to do that. So I don't 
Do, what do you guys think about that? Do you think it would have been received better or worse? Well, like, boy, there's really and no way. Do you want to it. see it? Yeah, I'd like to see it. Sure, just to see see what else happened. But the the truth was that because of the situation in you know Zach's life, there had to be changes made, and they thought, oh, hey, this is a great opportunity mm-hmm. for us to lighten it up the way that we need to do it. So yeah, would I like to see it as a, as a as an alternate cut? I sure would. But they knew that they had to do something. Why not? Why not? You know, change it up, lighten it up, make it a little bit better in their mind. Again, I don't think that they put it out thinking it was going to fail, you know, like it has. And failure, it's still not going to lose money. They're making money off of it, you know. Uh, but the goodwill, like, again, I'm going to use the Marvel example because our fans always love it when you bring up Marvel. Um, <laughs> They have the goodwill and the momentum to have a sort of dud or not out of the park, and they're not going to lose their speed. It seems like we've had problem building goodwill momentum, and Wonder Woman, while great, was not enough to start the momentum. No, it was like one step forward and a couple steps back, I guess. I do not want to see this cut. You don't want to see the cut. Oh, dear goodness, no. That's Roxy Stryer. Tell her. Tell her she's beautiful and tell her you can't stand her. (laughs) I'm so sorry, guys. No. No, this isn't the way. When did it start to be that movies put a, like these studios, they put a movie out and then we bitch and we moan and we complain. It's very millennial of you, by the way, to want to see it. I want more. (laughs) Give me what Snyder did. I deserve more. I've worked my whole life to see this film. To bring it back to the cake scenario, is this like saying, I would prefer the gluten-free cake? No, no. This would be like saying, I know you bought me already the gluten-free cake. You made all the changes that I asked for. You did what I had pleased, begged you to do in the situation. And now I decided, actually, I actually want the gluten. I want the old cake. To be fair, I wasn't demanding it, though. I was asked, would you like to see it if it exists? Yes, I'd like to see it if it exists. You'd need a gluten-free cake if you have a millennial. If you have a weed in an allergy. Yeah, of course. Oh, weed allergy. Oh, my God, that was good. That was good celiac humor. Uh, This is Talking Food and DC Movie News. Um, So some of the things that were... Okay, so apparently the movie began with Bruce recruiting Aquaman. I know one part of that Aquaman bit we had when he was talking to Diana in the trailers and he was like, more, 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 less, more, less gone from the movie. Lots of trailer stuff. I thought that gone. was kind of good. Yeah, also it doesn't make sense that he's com- that he's clean-shaven Batman, then he's bearded in the mountains, and then he shaves to make the continuity, but it's like, how long was he searching for Aquaman? Oh, I got see. A full beard. Because it started with the parademon scene, yeah. which we know was a weed intrusion. Yeah, so um, there, there's a few things there. So Barry, Maybe he used one of those spray cans. Definitely. To yeah. show his way for or intimidation maybe factor. Maybe he's just a man. Bobby uses yeah. his spray yeah. can. That's not a real He beard. shaved yeah, this definitely. morning. He shaved sure. this morning. So Iris West, there's a lot of talk about Kiersey Clemens being cut out of the film and like Ooh, I really apparently like. she was going to be digitally replaced but there was a scene with him saving Iris West and that was their meet cute but maybe they just wanted to take that out to, to, to not commit to something for, to further down the line if the I was Flash movie so Flashpoint uh-huh. but not really Flashpoint because it wouldn't make as much sense in that but just a Flash movie uh-huh. I would want that meet cute in my film not in a Justice League film. I think if they already decided that they were pushing the ball down the field and just trying to... Now I'm trying to make a sports allergy. <laughs> allergy? Sports allergy? Sports allergy. Sports allergy. Yeah, I do have a sports you do allergy. Have one. Um, no, so it's like they were, if they were just trying to get off the field... Uh, and like you know, to make it to the end of the half, it was like holding the ball or something like that. So they didn't want to make any commitments. That's why they pulled out a lot of the Atlanta stuff too. Yeah. There was Volko. There was mention of Orm apparently, but they were like, nope, move it down the field to the one movie. How'd you feel about the air bubble? For- yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. James Wan talked about the fact that there's not going to be air yeah. bubbles in his movie. Real quick, yeah. Before we go on, though, about The Flash, I'm kind of glad that scene's cut, only because like the scenes with him and Billy Crudup are so good in a movie that is not a Flash movie. Like, it seems so authentic and good, and like I just don't... like How many minutes of The Flash do we need to set up who he is? I think that what they what we had was a perfect set out. I would have okay. rather had a little bit more cyborg. Okay, check this one out, flash. guys. I'd like to hear your thoughts about this. After taking the mother box from Themyscira, Steppenwolf actually talks to the box. His mother, Hagrid's essence, is alive in the mother box. He does call the thing mother at some point, completely like inexplicably. Times, yeah. Right? Um, and bringing them all together would unleash her powers, finally giving him Steppenwolf an advantage over his uncle Darkseid, which is what I was kind of telling the chat roll last time. I was like, no, he was not on Darkseid's side. He was trying to get in there, he was like ousted in some way. Um, this was the plan originally. Uh, blah blah blah. No protectors here. No lanterns. This is the world will fall. You will be free, mother. So all that was gone. I have such a hard time with that word, ousted. 
Ousted? Ousted. Um, Ousted. Do, am I saying it right? Just think of like, oh, you know, when we jousted that last time and just take the J Ousted. sound away. Yeah. Or Steppenwolf would have stepped into the movie Mother. There oh you my go. God, that would have been awesome. Anything to stop what I was watching. I, I, I enjoyed Mother quite a lot, actually. I, I, I thought it was the funniest movie of the year. Yeah, well, you, that can't be true. So, side project, this is also, this is DC Movie News Talks Mother. I really, once you realize that you're not in any form of reality, I think that movie is very enjoyable. If you stop I learned that a sink it. has to be braced. That's what I learned. <laughs> Um, Second okay, twist also, in both of you. So we talked about Volko, this and that was all taking out. Uh, the League visits the Batcave. Alfred has humorous reactions to the League. Bruce Wayne talks about a nightmare he had. Uh, he believes that Steppenwolf will try and resurrect the power of Superman, and they must That's do it trailer. first. Um, so this whole idea that they were racing to resurrect the Kryptonian rather than them just getting the idea, which I do like because it's a little less morbid, Right? I mean, what do you think of that? Like, if, if it wasn't, like, their idea to resurrect the Kryptonian. I didn't realize how many people had a problem with the grave digging scene until I went on the internet after the movie came out. Because mm-hmm. right? I saw it, and I was like, all right. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, I can't believe they had them. And I was like, what's the I problem? actually remember talking about how it was one of our favorite scenes. We loved yeah. the back and forth. It was mistakes. fun. The dynamic. I get how people think it's really silly. You have two of these people with all kinds of superpowers, both of them using Doing none of them. Than I would have but done. they addressed they try to it. Excuse yeah. it. They try to address it, but it felt very weedney. Yeah, but then it, the second he says, he says, "Okay, I could do this faster," and then he agrees, "Okay, yeah, yeah. we'll keep it up." Then why yeah. wouldn't he? Why wouldn't you see the the dirt flying there for a second? That's you know yeah. a little comic relief in the. Yeah, thing. that's um, true. What I what I don't understand is at the end of you know BVS, we see the gravesite and the the ground starts to move. Right? Doesn't that make you think that he's coming back anyhow? Completely, but completely ignored. The right. ground is irrelevant. Right. Well, we already talked dirt. about retconning, they, they like love, love b- retconning. bunch of so. Yeah. And I think the original uh, resurrection did tie back into the codex that was in his body already. That, you know, they probably didn't want to get too science nerdy. Like, and I like this better. So I don't mind that they did it. I wish they hadn't done that in BBS, but they already did that. But I, I'm glad that they didn't decide, like, oh, because we did that, now he has to get resurrected by just, like, resurrecting himself. Because I wouldn't have wanted that. One of my favorite parts of this film I was like, how they resurrected him. I like Bruce figuring it out. Yeah. I liked him being like, oh, what if, cool. you had, what if your cells were stronger good. than the planet? All right. Were this? And I was like, I like this. Okay, good. I'm See, in. you guys are on for, for the cut. There's also a bunch with, like, Superman being back on the farm with Lois, and, like, his mother shows up earlier, and she kind of talks him down, like, in Man of Steel. She does that whole thing for that little bit of symmetry mm. there. And he's like, listen to the sound of my voice, that, that whole thing. And he also has a vision of nice. saying Pa Kent. So there was going to be a little um, Costner in the film as well. He says that what he would have done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. See, that's the other thing. Is like in each of these movies, and I'm with you. I like Man of Steel a lot too. There is in each movie there is an egregious what the hell moment, and no one will ever. As many people as try to convince me, he's like, no, you don't understand. His father is making the sacrifice. Like, I, I do understand. I get it. I hear it. I've seen it. But it's not just a moment, Adam. A lot of times it's a moment, and then we fall off a cliff. Yeah. It's that moment as we fall. Like, that movie for the first hour and a half is gold. I love that movie yeah. for the first hour and a half. Then that happens, and then it's all down the F from there. But what's funny is... I guess that's down the hill, but down the F? Down the F. What is the F? You could have easily, I don't know, you maybe it's easily smallville that and just made that scene where you're like, well, he, at this point he doesn't have all his powers yet. And that yeah. would have been a simple explanation mm-hmm. for why he has to let it happen. Maybe he's not completely invulnerable yet. Maybe that's why. And his he dad's he like, can't help that, but he can help a kid, a bus full of kids. Yeah. And they'll well, see, that's, that's, where we, that's where we have to. But I'm saying, if you start from the get-go thinking he doesn't have all his powers yet, then maybe, maybe he gets like, tossed okay. by that tornado. Maybe he does go in there and he right. gets his ass tossed. <laughs> that, yeah, he's not ready for that yet. I don't know. I just thought of that right now. I think it's better. That's fine if he tries to save his dad. Yeah. But he, why did the dad go in the freaking first place? Hey. Why? You don't even, you didn't even be in that position. I have a dog. P- puppy. I'm running puppy. out. I'm running no, out. Why did he go? The dad's like, I've got it. You make sure that your mom's okay. How about we reverse that? There's also what the f. There's also a bunch of stuff about that conversation. I think it's probably where Bruce is talking with Diana when they're talking about trying to recruit Arthur Curry. Bruce reveals that he's willing to die to save the world. In fact, he says he deserves to die because of what he's done. He's killed people, and nothing, not even his hate for Superman, can justify killing like that. Again, that sounds very reactive. I, wow. I you know, okay. oh, Superman, so Batman's killing too much. Or I'm going to rewrite that. We're going like, to say something about it, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, the Batmobiles headed to certain death during the finale uh, when Wonder Woman and Aquaman interfere to save his life. They tell him that dying in battle won't do anything and must keep the fight going. They kind of did that. They so s- they gave him a whole like suicidal arc where he was like th- thinking that he would he should die for his past sins. Right. And okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Instead of <laughs> the, like, a whole subplot. I wow. don't not like you. Um, which I thought was sweet. Yeah, that I like that moment. Um, I, I actually love that moment. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that is exactly how you describe it. He couldn't come back and be like, "No, I really do love you." Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't not not. And, and Cyborg <laughs> kind of gets killed in in this version of the film. Although I had heard someone who had seen an earlier version, they did not say that that happened. But like, basically, there's the stuff that goes down with the mother boxes, which I guess makes Superman kind of more integral to finish it because at the end it's just like he shows up and he's like oh can you grab the other side of that yeah it's like I but can't lift that alone what was the plan for Cyborg in the future then uh, well I think at the end uh, like they, Mr. They had, Potato Head no they were going to put him back together again yeah. like the Flash was like going to be Mr. Potato Head they could rebuild him or Humpty Dumpty you I guess Humpty Dumpty doesn't get put no, back together but that's yeah. the whole point yeah, of Humpty more, more Dumpty more like Steve Austin more like Steve Austin um, Steppenwolf is Potato killed Head? by Darkseid on Apocalypse and Darkseid intends to come to Earth and meet the Kryptonian. That I'm so out on. Get out. Get out while you still can. What? So you think that they should not have done that? Yeah, why? No, no. Well, because originally, I think that this is the second Justice League movie was going to be with Darkseid. Yeah, I know, but just introducing things that we did just... Well, that's why they had to do it, because they stopped doing the second film. Uh-huh. So do you, do you think that was a smart move because they weren't going to be doing a second Justice League? Yeah, slang queen. I mean, I'd rather there was a better bad guy, but... I'd rather just have one good, big, bad guy than one But and with a half. this bad guy, with Steppenwolf, would yeah. you have rather seen that ending with Darkseid coming in, the butt kicking? No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think it just wasn't, one it big, wasn't. bad guy. Yeah, yeah I, I would rather them not lock down what the next movie has to that's be. What, that's the go. issue, and I agree, that's yeah. why I agree. It was like, yeah, it would be nice to see Darkseid, but we've already agreed that they were cauterizing the wound here and moving on to reestablishing the DC movie universe no longer called the DCEU Eat without cake. having to recast everyone because you can't recast Wonder Woman and you can't recast Wonder Woman you know <laughs> yeah. so um, um, Adam, and that's it you're fucking committed Zeno Hour asks are these scenes from Reddit uh no this was uh, it was from a WordPress site, superhero talk site.wordpress, and I heard uh, Kevin Smith talking about it, but he had a, a, a woman who saw the film who corroborated a lot of these. So that's where I believe a lot saw of this early is from. The film. Yeah, yeah, early Her name, film. Deborah? Uh, Deborah Snyder? <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, tying yourself into the direction of the next film is a mistake. Giving yourself lots of little outs, like the Green Lantern ring flying yeah. off the thing. You know, like mm. you were talking about, uh, was it, did you? Did we decide it was Zeus that was throwing lightning? Yeah, we did. Oh, you know? okay, so that was another thing that like was lots cut. Of Green Lantern, stuff. Zeus, and um, um, uh, the reason why David Thewlis was cast, uh, who was oh. he? Ares. They, yeah. were ta- they talked in that flashback. Oh, Oh, okay. Ares, wow. Yeah, Ares was there. I didn't see him, but he was credited in the film. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, and Robin Wright talked in that flashback, too. That yeah. explains why she's in there for half of a second. Right. Is she Remember? in there for half of a second? Yeah. Wait, in the flashback part? Yep. Okay, yeah. She's yeah. in there for, like, a right. tiny bit. Um, apparently, Lois introduces Perry White to Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman. At least that would explain how he gets his job back. <laughs> But, oh, but, so wait, Perry White is brought in on it? I guess, because that else is going to be like, Clark, where have you been? Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> you no-showed, man. Yeah. This is the one thing that we keep saying, like, I don't know Dead. how you get the hell out of there. Like, how, do you, how do you get Clark back into the world? Yeah. Like, twin bro kind of situation. Um, Long lost cousin. He's going to walk about, you know? He's, uh, he's got to shave, shave his head and put him in some glasses. You know, when you put glasses on, yeah. they don't know who you are. Exactly. Deathstroke, originally, we saw Deathstroke breaking um, Jesse I Eisenberg out of prison originally. Ooh, I would have liked that. I would have liked that too. Me too. Uh, although I did really, really like that scene. Where would we have put that? I don't know. That's the thing. Because the original after credit scene that was shot in principal photography, and this was apparently taken out very early on, was Bruce being woken in the night by the lake house by a green light and visited by Tomar Ray and Kilowog. Uh, but apparently that was cut uh, early on in the film. So you're right. They cut out anything that was going to try to commit them. They were stopping the Snyderverse but continuing their DNA. They have a very difficult uh, trends, you know, because they, they can't, they either reboot and scrap or try to cobble. Like, you, do you stay committed to old Batman now? Like, all these things. Yeah, this is a very hard cut, this movie. It's like, here's a hard cut to the next thing we're doing. Here, here we go. As hard as a cut is that farm back to the ship or whatever that Steppenwolf's well, on, because that's a huge cut. If the cake is that stale, it would be hard to cut. Thank you. 
You're so yeah. welcome. I just really am trying to run with this analogy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Hard to run with all that cake. Hashtag cake scenario. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, yeah. So, we mentioned there was no more air bubbles and all that kind of stuff. Uh, James Wan, basically, without, you know, throwing too much shade at the film. Said, but James totally Wan, a little shade. <laughs> but totally a little shade. And this is another reason why I'm very optimistic about the future. We know that Wan was about to walk away from this film. I believe that whatever... A while ago. Yeah, a while ago. I believe whatever got him back was some sort of final cut, some sort of line in the sand to make his film. Um, It's a weird thing because executives, they have the right to interfere. They want the films to be successful. I think it was inherently the wrong decision to give Snyder the keys to the kingdom without uh, a main DC creative person at the beginning. And and they got way committed and, and they got way far down the road and, and and that's where we are. It is it is their right to do so. But I was talking to uh, our creator here, Kevin Undergaro, and he was telling me something that really clicked with me. Executives, it's their job. If the, if the artists, if the directors make the painting, it's the executive's right. job to frame it. That's the job, not to make the frickin' painting. It's to put a good frame on it. So I'm I don't think it's legit for executives to be coming in and being like. Um, creatively speaking, I feel mm. like this, 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 and this. They're desperate. I mean, they're just desperately trying to, and, and, and the fact is they are not the creatives. But they're think about n- what they tried to do with Wonder Woman, that Patty Jenkins was like, no, yeah. back off, bitches. They tried to take out one of the best scenes in yes. the entire movie. Yeah. Because they didn't get it. Like, no. frame my painting. They know what works when it works, and they don't know beforehand. Yes. You know, that, and that's 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 what makes a really great producer. Uh, there was some, something about Zack Snyder was talking about on Man of Steel. He had Nolan there playing... Defense, like mm-hmm. no one was his producer. No one was making billion dollar each time. Dark Knight billion. Dark Knight Rises billion. So Nolan was his sort of protector, and then I think he was kind of gone by BBS. Maybe that would have been uh, good, but you know, well, with with Zach being at home, he does have a little bit more time for now. And maybe one of the things he likes doing with his family is cooking. And as you know, Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. And while many people know uh, that, they might not know. Uh, you know, they might not have had the experience yet. You're not just having burgers for dinner, you're making short rib burgers with a hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun. Ooh. Yeah, right? That, that sounds a lot you... better than that stale cake we were talking it's about. It's got a little bit of class here. You're preparing seared steaks and thyme pan sauce with mashed potatoes, green beans, and crispy shallots. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> it makes me really hungry, so keep doing um, it. Uh, Blue Ribbon offers three plans. You got two-person meal plan, you got the family meal plan, and there's also a wine plan. So if you're a drinker, you can get in on it. Hey, uh, <laughs> More similar than I ever knew. You got convenience and variety. Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients with step-by-step recipes and great menu cards so you can go back and you can re- recreate those recipes and shop if you like to. But the best thing about Blue Apron is that they send you the right amount of ingredients. Have you done this? You must have done it. My wife this. and I have both done it. And, my and your wife's, wife's a, a chef. chef. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, I'm a restaurant guy and she's a, full, she's a big-time chef and we've both done Blue Apron several times. We really like it. That's amazing. Um... You know, they all taste good. You can go on there. If you don't eat meat, you can get a veggie meal. If you don't eat fish, you customize can customize it. You customize. It's flexible, and it's delicious. Uh, okay, so Blue Apron is treating DC Movie News listeners, that's everybody at this table, plus the nine people in the chat roll, uh, <laughs> to their first dinner, a $30 value, if you visit blueapron.com slash movie news. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash Movie news, Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And there are some really cool pictures. So if you can just see this and zoom in. In you full can see, black and white. Yeah, you can see that in full black and white. The best way to appreciate food pictures. Doing it. Um, I'm, I'm legitimately now starving. I know, I'm really hungry too. I want that short rib burger. Oh, yeah, with hoppy cheddar sauce. I bet that means there's beer in it. What do you think? Yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah, because you can't just put hops in chip. That would be weird, man. Um, Are we going to see Henry Cavill as Superman again? Yes. Yes, we will. There's a. There's a. One more film on this guy's contract. This is the one guy. I feel so bad. He's never not been Superman, not directed by Zack Snyder, and he's never not been the most positive, proactive, hey guys, hanging in there. Granted, he doesn't have Affleck's career, but he's been a real team player, and he looks more like Superman than the freaking comic books. Yes, on and off screen, he totally is, and you know that I wasn't the biggest fan of his work, uh, not just his work, him as Superman, I think, looks-wise, yes, but I didn't love Man of Steel, I didn't love BVS, and I'm like, all right, this guy's okay, but they're not giving him the best material to work with. 
I loved him in this film. I want to see more. I wanted Man of Steel 2. I, I love him. And when you compare him to somebody like Tyler Hecklin, who I really like as well, uh, Hoechlin, Hoechlin, uh, who's Superman yeah. in the TV shows, they're both, they're doing a great job. They're both our Supermans right now. But somebody like Tyler is out and he's like taking pictures with his finger up and he's like, eh, you know, college growing out. And you cannot picture Henry Cavill doing that. Yeah. Yeah. He's just this like upright, stand-up dude very positive, this ray of sunshine, every interview he does, and that's Superman. I really... Do you guys think we're going to get an announcement about a Superman? Do you think it's Flashpoint? What do you think? I think if we get another Superman movie, it's not going to be called Man of Steel 2. No. I think it's going to be Superman. No. They're going to call well, it I, Superman. I've heard John because they talk about that. And I, lo- I love that idea that what they about, still have that cause title. Because they're, they're not going to want to connect it to the previous stuff. They're you don't think we're going to get a The Batman, The, the Superman? The Superman? <laughs> yeah. The Ubermensch? So, that doesn't that's, sound good. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. um, no, Cavill's super like charismatic and wonderful. Like When I saw him in Man from U.N.C.L.E., which is a super yeah. underrated movie. I liked it. Which it's is really great. I was like, who is this charming, lovely man? <laughs> I was like, why isn't this my Superman? And then I saw this movie, Justice League, and I went, there he is. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Langley M. Neely says, I think they should call it Man of Tomorrow. Oh, I'd be good with that. But Man of Steel, Man of Tomorrow. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Superman, the Man of Tomorrow. Enough. It wouldn't sell enough. Superman, the Man of Tomorrow. That would sell more. A lot than of people like of Superman. It's like Man from Uncle. Man um, of Tomorrow. Sky Patterson says, "Why didn't WB hire James Mangold, James Gunn, Kenneth Branagh, J.J. Abrams, Ava DuVernay, Jodie Foster, <laughs> uh, Casey Levins? I don't know who that is. Sophia Coppola or Quentin Tarantino did it. Well, he ain't doing that." Well, you lost get, me at Quentin Tarantino. Well, we know Brano was, well, was directing other one. things. We know yeah. Brano was busy. We know J.J. Yeah. Abrams was busy. Avery DuVernay has been working on uh, Wrinkle wrong? in yeah. Time forever, right? Coppola's been busy. We got Patty Jenkins. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, I, I, the Matthew Vaughn rumor was the thing that got me the most excited. Yeah. I think he would do good stuff with the material. I really do. Um, Brad Bird. Brad Bird's a great choice. That's yeah. Well, well, oh, yeah, Man of Tomorrow, and he did Tomorrowland, right? Um, so there's also guys shifting into really good news, and every time we talk good moves and good news in the DC Mooners, we're talking about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was honored by the National Board of Review. Actually, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot were honored by the National Board of Review, and every year they honor a film, but they can honor in any way. They can honor a, a whole film, a production team, uh, a director, an actor, and they were honored. And sometimes that does lead to Oscar nominations. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? This, this is a big thing for. This and Logan to both be in the National Board of Review recognized this year is like huge deal for as far as awards consideration in the comic book movie world. That's insane. Do you guys think that it is possible that either of those films will get a Best Picture or Best Performer nomination? I would say they have ten cho- options. Yeah, ten. Why not? Now that there's ten, you know Dunkirk's in there, right? Yeah. And then after that, there's no sure things. I think Wonder Woman absolutely has a shot. Logan came out early in the year. That's going to be a little bit tougher, but mm-hmm. not out of the realm of possibility. But Wonder Woman is great. I mean, yeah. that that is good enough to be nominated for sure. To to win? I think nah, Dunkirk. Ne- never going to happen. Dunkirk. I would say never going to happen. What's your thing about Dunkirk? If it doesn't win best score, I, I, what's my thing about it? I mean, it's amazing. What's your best score? It's an oh, Oscar winner. Yeah. Like, it has all of mm. the genes of an Oscar winner. I like that movie If Wonder a lot, Woman actually. doesn't win best score, I'm going to go nuts. Because that's my favorite score in a What does time. you going nuts look like? Oh, it's bad. <laughs> does it look like Michael Keaton going nuts in the 89 <laughs> You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Right. Is it like Logan going nuts? Uh, yeah, stab a version of myself, right. but with a different <laughs> facial hair structure. <laughs> Uh, Patty Jenkins was talking a little bit about Wonder Woman 2, and she, I guess, teased the possibility of another love story. Um, Also, kind of like, I guess, the challenge for her and what she's endeavoring to do is to make a different film, but keeping the DNA of everything that worked in the first film. There's got to be a way for a woman to express love because she's all about love. This would be so strange if there's another Steve Trevor kind of influence because we see how much Steve Trevor affected her Mm -hmm. in Justice. League and how she's still making decisions based on where her heart was with Steve Trevor and that's still getting thrown at her. Yeah, so but who like, said that? Why do we know that 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 she's still over Steve Trevor? But she's still over. She's like, not, she's over. not over Steve well, Trevor. Like, that, yeah, who does? It. Bruce talked about it. Bruce talked about it. Right. Ben Affleck, right? And it affected her. But that he's not going to be in the films anymore. In fact, I think he's probably a scroll. Right, but I'm not <laughs> saying anything about that. I'm just saying I think it would be weird for her to have another epic love. I agree. I. I, I trust Patty Jenkins, though. Me too, me too. Because if you would have told me beforehand, hey, the Wonder Woman movie coming out, 
one of the main plot lines is how she falls in love. <laughs> I would be like, oh no. Oh no. Why? Just because she's a female super? She has to fall in love? And then instead, I watched it, and then I saw them dance in the snow, and I cried. Well, look, there's, <laughs> and I there's was only like, oh, one man. thing for sure, and that's that it's going to be called The Wonder Woman. Mm. The Wonder Woman. <laughs> of course, of course. That's all we're wanting. Um, but I know, hate that we keep abbreviating it in this thing as WW2. I know. It's so bad. <laughs> but it would be great if they did decide to set it in World War II. And by the way, there's nothing official that it is going to be the Cold War film. That's the big rumor right yeah. now. But there's no official word. It could be present day. Mm, then we could go into love. But I don't want it to be pre-JL right. love. That makes sense. That's what I'm saying. It could yeah. be present day. It could also exist in two time periods. It could be a flashback, flash forward, maybe connecting the same story somehow. Possibly three time periods, maybe four. Get crazy with it. Or, or if it is a set before Justice League, if it's a whole thing where she's like, she's afraid to, and there's a guy, and then she's like, I want to, but I can't. And then at the end of the movie, they don't end up, you know... She just ends up being like, no, I can't. And that instead of being like, a love story doesn't have to have a happy ending as far as the love story part. Right. So, but so much okay. of her point in BVS was to get that picture, presumably because Steve Trevor was in yeah. it. Right. And, and Bruce does bring it up, all joking aside, and it does affect her very much, so much that she fucking, uh, yeah. Slaps yeah. Him, yeah. And like, that's you know, pretty she's great, not so. in that. Okay. So, from what I read online, she's not in that scene with them. Oh, really? She recorded her part separately, oh, and that's man. a stand-in, mm-hmm. so all that's cut together. She didn't even get to do the slap? Yeah, which is insane if true, because if that's true, they did some amazing cutting yeah. in that scene. Um, oh, I'm sure they did a lot of, a yeah. lot of, well, that, that's, you know, the article from The rap that we were referring to, like, early on with all the different, um, uh, the drama was, like, how it became such a Frankenstein, you know, film, and, like, you know, uh, it is a pretty functional Frankenstein of a film, but... Clearly, they don't want to mess with Wonder Woman. That's the gold. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much they continue to try to keep it its own thing and, and, and what time period. And, like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, where do you set this sucker? Mm-hmm. Um, also, and this one we got to show because I did really great Photoshop work here. <laughs> Apparently, Wonder Excellent. Woman got the role because she auditioned with some Pulp Fiction dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was that? It's so it's so wild how none of these performers ever know what exactly they're auditioning yeah. for. Like you can have a hunch, but you go in with these fake sides because they don't. It's so top secret, especially if you are a Marvel, a Star Wars, a DC property. They're they're like. What's well, how do we throw them off? It can't even be close. We can't even use something that's superhero ass pulp fiction. Like, yeah. What part did it say? What part? I was so busy making no. this well, brilliant Photoshop. I'm no, it just said it was the gimp. <laughs> it just said that um, she didn't know exactly what she was auditioning for. That she auditioned, um, she delivered lines for Pulp Fiction one week before. She did a camera test with Ben Affleck. She was like, "What's going on? They wanted me to fly to LA," and I was like, "Great, but what is it?" It turns <laughs> out, guys. It was the glowing lasso in the suitcase the entire that, that, that makes time. Sense. Oh, tying it all together. Yes. <laughs> I still want to know what that thing is in the suitcase. You're I right. can just it's imagine cool. her with the lasso. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? Yeah. <laughs> and it's gold. Uh, they call the lasso something, right? The lasso of something. Like Truth? The, uh, no, there was a oh, name. Oh, yeah, there's a name to it. Uh, I want to know that name. Was that in Justice League or Wonder Woman that she Both. used the name? The lasso of something that compels you. Compels you, right. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Chat roll, what's the lasso called? Please tell us. Um, David Ayer, talking once again, says that he kind of regrets making, not making the Joker the main antagonist in Suicide Squad. Everybody is Mia Hestia? Uh, the, the, last, the, the last one of Hestia? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Do you think Suicide Squad would have been better if Joker was the main villain, or to, that's the beginning of the problem? I feel like Jared was like, me, 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 me. We shot more. We shot more. I was in this movie, me, 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 for so long. And then finally, David Ayer was like, oh, maybe there should have been more Joker. I mm-hmm. don't know. <laughs> you guys didn't like the film. Sure, take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, well, honestly what I believe happened. Well, it was yet another. It was like the second two of three or three or four of the CGI meaningless video game. And that one was even worse than, than Steppenwolf, I think. The, the Suicide Squad brother oh. character was yeah. laughable. Um, yeah. But I don't know if it would have been better. Like, cause to me, it's like Joker's such a Batman villain. You couldn't yes. have had Batman in the movie if it's about the Suicide Squad trying to catch yeah. Batman's guy. Like, I don't see how that works. I just don't think that that uh, that that character more of it would have hurt anything. I I really liked 
Leto's Joker. I thought I would have. I would like to see a whole movie of that. I'm with you. I, I don't hate see, it on it like some people. I do. just felt like I needed to see more because there were little bits of it that are like I don't mm-hmm. like this. But if I were to take like little bits of anybody's performance, you could be like I don't like this at all. Uh, so I would have liked to have at least seen him kind of yeah. have a full conversation right. in a movie instead of just like little pieces. Well, what did you think of uh, just to, to, to sidetrack? What did you guys think of Jim Gordon? What did you think about J.K. Simmons? Was there enough for you guys to make a determination? He didn't. He didn't get much to do. That's kind of how I feel about it too. Like I feel like he could be certainly, you know, didn't get enough to be like. He's great though. So he's great yeah. in everything. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that stars thing he's doing called Counterpart or whatever. That looks really. It's pretty sick. amazing when you have an Oscar winner be able to come in and do six lines for your film. You know, what I mean, it's like yeah. So so often a movie is ruined by the little small parts that aren't really That's taken true. care of. And this guy, you know, I mean, he can deliver anything. So it's much so cloud. funny how so much of a big deal was made about him working out. Right. Those pictures. <laughs> I even have this shirt that says Jim Gordon, and he's like. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like a blink and you miss a cameo. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it reminds me of when Hugh Jackman was in uh, Les Miserables and he was like working out like insanely for it. He's like, you know, I was in prison in the movie, so I need to work out. And he showed up on set and then the director was like, no, we don't need to take your shirt off. Like, you're Smart. fine. <laughs> and he was like, oh. So he made a frilly white shirt for you that's yeah. dirty and yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is some other, this is kind of just like fan casting, you know, not too different than like um uh, uh what uh, uh what's his face from Tyrese? Fast and, Yes, Tyrese. But um, But very different. But very different. <laughs> um so the writer of the Green Lantern, not Green Lantern Corps, but the original Green Lantern uh, was talking about American Gods. I guess he works on American Gods. He's also worked on a bunch of other really great stuff, too. And he was kind of talking about the Green Lantern movie and how nobody was happy about it. I'm sure it was a lot of that same studio stuff, but no real leader and all that. But he said after working with Ricky Whittle, who is Shadow Moon on American Gods, and he does a great job on that, that he would be a great John Stewart. Uh, and we knew that we were talking about a younger John Stewart, possibly an older... So Ricky How? Whittle is a friend of mine, and no he's, shit. and he's very close. He's been in this studio. He's very close with my boyfriend. Um, wow. We hung out with him at Comic Con a lot. What? Yeah, really, really great guy. We're so famous. Super, <laughs> so famous AF. So Super famous. duper humble, ridiculously talented. Came over from the 100 before he went on to American Gods, and I think he'd actually be a great choice. I know that this is kind of fan casting, and so isn't. What's going on? But he's very good, and he's got that look. He's not handsome at all. Yeah, and and so unfortunate <laughs> to look at. So you know, everybody who's unfortunate to look at should get a film. <laughs> right. uh, I, I think it's really fun. It would be fun. Who would you guys cast as like the fifties ish uh, Hal Jordan? See, no, I think this. I know that John Hamm's been coming up for Batman. I think. Oh John, my God! John Hamm would Shut up! Right. Yes. Yeah, that's the right way. That's the one. Yeah, I think the Superman casting or Batman casting is stupid for right. John. That Hamm. would be really bad. I'm not even going to say anything. Right. You just cast it. That's the way. Yeah. John Hamm and Ricky Whittle. I can't fight that. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> what do you guys think? I was like thinking Bruce Greenwood, but I, he might even be. You hmm. know. Well, I mean, if you want to go crazy, you could go Bruce Campbell, right? I was thinking Bruce Campbell too, but I don't know. No. But John Hamm is right. John Hamm is right. Oh, that would be really good. If the shoe fits. I mean, and then, yeah, and then you get your, you know, like, he's not a he's not like a major marquee movie star that, like, you know, but he's still great, and you could get him for a couple of films and everything. Like, it's good casting on every level. Um, wow, he's really impressed with you, and I am, too. Um, yeah. Way to go, man. Thank People you. were saying Jeffrey <laughs> Dean Morgan, I think, in the chat role, but yeah, he's, he's good. We're going to see him as Batman. He's guys. excellent, yeah. but how Maybe. would we do that? Yeah. In, like in Flashpoint? I mean, well, first of all, Bruce would freak out when he sees him. Yeah. <laughs> if he freaks out over the name. Unless they say, we are the DC movie players. Yeah. And they would play different parts. Uh, what do they call that? Like a tracking role or something? Yeah. You're playing, when you're playing like multiple parts, you'd be like, that was a small part. Um, it's just an anthology. That's what it is. Yes, exactly. Is that how exactly. we're going to bring uh, Common back? Oh my God. <laughs> yes, we got to bring him back. Uh, Margot Robbie was talking about her imminent reprisal of the role of Harley. I think she said she hopes that. She's going to be working on Harley again in the next year, and a lot of people think that that's going to be Suicide Squad 2, which seems like it could be the next to be officially um, production started. She's sitting so pretty right now because it's like, she's one of the only people that nobody says anything bad about. Everybody loved her performance. Everybody loves the character, and she's like, these other movies that haven't done well, even my movie that didn't do well, don't affect me at all. Yeah, it doesn't affect me at all. It's like, oh, are you bummed? Suicide Squad didn't do well critically. Well, with my production company doing what it is and possibly being nominated for an Oscar this year, no. <laughs> yeah, well, what is no. she possibly getting nominated for? for? Uh, I Tanya. She produced that. Uh, I don't know if she produced that one, but she's possibly getting an Oscar. But she also oh. has a, a movie company that 
that uh, produces films. She's not like she's just doing it. Henry doing Cavill, it. who's yeah. like, no guys, we're gonna get good. <laughs> hey guys, no, she's just doing it. Henry Cavill's fine too. If he's gonna be in the Mission Impossible six, and by the way, that was a Game of Thrones ass move of Paramount to not let him shave that mustache because this is major fallout. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. That's Paramount just being like Godfather. All I know is that mustache wow. better be a huge plot point in that movie. Yeah. That to be Shaves it in the third scene just to be like, well, they, boom. They, were, they gave no Fs. They were like, no. Like it's in the contract. Sorry. Yeah. God. And Why didn't they bring Superman back with a beard? We've well, okay, here's that. the thing, though. They were reshoots. Yeah. So they had already shot without the mustache. But I think you it's couldn't... easier to add in the other scenes than subtract. CGI beard than you're putting on him in every scene? I don't know. I agree. He would have looked great if he came back looking like Paul Ponte. Oh, for sure. Um, in Portuguese, Paul Punt. But, um... The Punt. Some people said that, but it's like, no, you can't because there were scenes after the fact and before. Like, yeah. it was out of sequence. Yeah. Um, so that's all the movie stuff we got. Um, I did want to mention uh, there was a new DC game from WB Games, um, and that's something exciting, but I also think... Uh, uh, Rocksteady is working on a w, uh, on a DC game too, so we have a couple of new ones. These are the guys that did Arkham Origins, which I actually just started playing for the first time this week. Have you ever played? No. On what console? Uh, I'm playing it on the PS4, but it's like the PS, uh, the PlayStation subscription service. Oh, subscription okay. service. Have you played that one? Uh, I haven't. I've been on the Telltale games for Batman, which I really like. I took a break in the Telltale to go back to Arkham because, like, this game... The reason I went back is because Deathstroke was in it. I was so jazzed about Deathstroke from Justice League. And so far, my favorite part of the game is fighting freaking Deathstroke. That's it's cool. It's sick. So, anyway, games. Um, I think... I wish you had a guitar to introduce the yeah. next time it is. You're just going to have to sing along when we say to. what time it is. <laughs> It's time for Roxy Strikes TV Oh, what was that little cute little button we had beforehand? DC movie news, it's time to talk TV time! That's right, we threw you with some alternate lyrics right there. Uh, Crisis on Earth X, yo! You you in on it? Um, so I was You in on it? You I was on it? two you episodes on behind on all the CW shows, and this week I said, screw it, I'll catch up, and I Good jumped call. into Crisis, and I'm so glad I so did. So happy you did. So happy you did. You're you're there? Yeah. You're not I'm into behind. the... Okay, okay. I'm just behind. Um, did you start watching it, or... Yes. All are right. you caught up, up, up? Or you... No. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, That's what being behind means. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, <laughs> I actually broke the continuity the to start Scott. the Crisis. Oh, 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 oh. The Crisis is four right. parts, so I was asking you... You were... prevented a crisis by watching Crisis. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> this was fun. It was just fun. It was... There was moments where I wanted to slap a bitch, because, like, are you kidding me? By episode four, I'm so sorry to... Should I not do spoilers? Um, okay, guys. Uh, if you're uh, if you're uh, in another country or whatever, you know, spoilers now for Earth X Crisis. You're gonna have to um, you're gonna have to catch Crisis up later. Crisis Elsewhere. If I talk about if it. I'm Iris West and I'm finally doing the damn thing with Barry, who I've known since I was a wee one, who our entire wedding was just destroyed, who he left and was in the, the freaking the Speed Force and all this, and I'm about to get married and. And somebody says, wait, hold on. Can you actually just marry us too? Oh, are I agree. Are you on crack? Get out of my way. <laughs> you are not my maid of honor. That is a very Felicity move that she did. She can be annoying. I, it was, oh my God. That yeah. was the most annoying anybody's ever been. And are Social you Social graces, she's not the best You're at. not going to invite Oliver's freaking kid to your wedding? You didn't even want to just get married? This was like a, a spur of the moment fling thing. I was, that's what I took away. So that was your least favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> I was yeah. pissed. But up to that. And my other least favorite part, okay. but it was good, but was my other least favorite part was Gray. Why did we have to do that? Why did we just send him over to his family? I thought that was great. It was they great. They finally killed the character. What it, are you talking about? Finally did no, no, something. It was great, but yeah. I hated it. Adam's been begging for dead characters on those shows for a while. I have. <laughs> I, mean, I just can't believe how much they moved forward in, in, in the crossover. It's like, I, I guess it was because they knew they were going to get a lot of ratings. It was like bringing people onto the show because they did major... That's the thing. is like, this was such a better crossover than last year because there no, were this stakes. Is, this is some of the best like comic book television that I've ever seen. Like, I, like, I, I didn't like last year's and I agree. This was amazing. And even the CGI scenes, it's like, talk about bad CGI. It's oh. a television budget, but you, there were great scenes. I love seeing Tommy Merlin. Mm, that was awesome. Yeah. I missed the crap out of him. I loved all their Nazi suits. 
I thought that was so aesthetically like just ins- great to see them fighting them you, in the all black suits. Yeah. Just everything about yeah. it. How much of that is from the comics and the Earth X stuff? Do you know? Because I, oh, I, I, I was I was trying to read up on it. Apparently, like Overgirl, which is Supergirl, and the Dark Arrow, those all exist. And the Ray are they dating? Uh, I I don't know. Like I know apparently these the Ray and all these other characters are known as the Freedom Fighters. They were brought over from another company that they were like acquired. The Ray is like from the forties, and he was acquired much like Captain Marvel uh, and Shazam was acquired. Um, but they were you know, and post crisis they've been like on Earth X where the Nazis won. So all that stuff is straight from the comics. That man in the High Castle thing, which they referenced on yes. the crisis, was actually before the Amazon show. Mm. Who do you? Who is your favorite Earth X version? Did you like Wind? Did you like Captain Cold? First time I really liked the Guardian. Really? Yeah, I love that. I always love that badass, like like that, uh, like Handel kind of like I'm gonna go go down fighting in this last kind of. Uh, mm. Yeah, when he fought the Dark Arrow and then ultimately lost, I thought that was really good. Oh, um, Win and who else? Win was great. There was a bu- Citizen Cold. Yeah, I loved him. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved him. That like me, and because a lot of people on Flash thought that his character should be gay, it was nice to see that oh, they, they were gay. Gay. Yeah, they were certainly not hiding was, that. They I, I they just, were a good looking couple. I just really love the interactions of characters who either have not really met or haven't seen each other in so long. Like the look of joy on Rory's face when he sees that that Caitlyn has frost powers and he used to be with Captain yeah, Cold. He's was, just like. Oh, he's like yes. so excited. He does so good with those little subtle things that he plays. When they give him a little thing like the book or a thing, yes. he is so because he's such an imposing presence. He's so good at doing those. And I agree, like watching him puppy dog after someone that was like the female version of his male partner, like that he could. Yeah, this is what I kept awesome. wondering to myself though. If I'm on a different Earth and it's somebody like Alex who's looking at me and they're like, "Listen, you can't do this thing that you've wanted to do because you're BFF with my sister on my Earth." Would that affect you? If you were friends with somebody on a different Earth, would it affect how you treated them on this Earth? I mean, it kind of makes I, it hotter. Does it? <laughs> what I about don't the know. one night stand that that Kara's sister I, has? I, I, I dug that because of the I awkwardness, love- and then when they went into battle mode and they were like no more awkwardness yeah. we're, now, we're now fully kick ass but then the revelation by the end I liked too yeah, yeah. and if I, you've ever been to a wedding that never doesn't happen at a yes, wedding okay yes. there's always that, that happens. I was really happy about that but I don't everybody on the internet is like yes bye Maggie now we're into Alex and Sarah and it's like no that was not the point that was not yeah. this was a fling faux yeah. show no they handled that and no speaking perfect. of good looks much like Rory to Caitlin when she goes oh what was his name her name actually and Sarah's like yeah. All right. Well, then let me just order another drink. Yeah. How's it going? I love that stuff. It was uh, really fun. I know we have to wrap up and get out of here. This has been uh, really fun. And what else do we want to talk about? Oh, okay. Um, very quickly, then we'll run through this. Kreisberg's been ousted. Peace. Nice. His name was on all the episodes. I thought that was interesting, well, but and, he still, he and wasn't not fired only that, but it was on all the articles. Anything that anybody wrote about the show this week, everybody was yes. writing him into it. Uh, but goodbye to him. Um, and now Berlanti new... is stepping up now, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, there's been new casting. Uh, Kendrick Sampson was cast as Brainstorm on The Flash, um, I, who I believe was on How to Get Away with Murder, who I liked over there, also was on um, Vampire Diaries at some oh, point. Like, very, very good looking. I didn't put that together that he was from How to Get Away with, with Murder. Murder. Yeah, yes. he's good. He's very good. Um, oh, this is a cool little DC thing. The girl who played, you might have not have seen this, Little Car, uh, Little Card Ambers. I missed that episode. I'm she going to that episode. is now going over to iZombie. Yeah. So that's fun because I, I liked, liked her a lot. Yeah. Um, the animated show, Adam, with Margot Robbie, you, you threw this one in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was the other thing. Is people were speculating that Margot Robbie talking voice. about, maybe she's just talking about being the voice on this animated version of Harley, which is amazing. Now, is this, is this supposed to be for the uh, streaming channel? Um, I think it is. I would have to assume. I think it's for the streaming Yeah, uh, for DC streaming service, yeah. They're really putting a lot into this thing. They've I, got to, because think about all the competition that's out there. I'm really, well, I'm telling you, I'm going to drop that CBS thing. Like, I got that for Star Trek, and I'm like, oh, I don't care did? enough to yeah. pay for just that. You did? Yeah, I don't watch any other show on mm. CBS. I, I, I don't know, I couldn't. I and tried. Then, uh, Black Lightning with their new logo. I oh, like, yeah. How did you like the teases during the crisis? They were yes. really quick little... Really fun little uh, tidbits. I'm excited for Black Lightning. Gosh, I'm excited for Black Lightning. This whole cast seems amazing. Yeah, I love the... It's different. I love the, the main... I forgot the main actor's name, but I loved him on... Cress Friday, Williams. I loved him on Friday Night Lights. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. I actually got to interview him at Comic Con. If you guys want to go check that out, uh, he was a doll face, like just Where the most can they humble, see that? nice on AfterBuzz TV. Okay, um, on our sister network. So check that out with Chris. And uh, I had to stand. It was the one interview I had to stand on an Apple box for. <laughs> He's real tall. Big guy. All right. I think uh, yeah, that's, that's it. it. All right. We got to get out of here. We went a little bit long. Thank you so much, uh, everyone, for hanging out with us. And uh, uh, Bobby, uh, where can people find you? At Bobby Bogner. And go to JLo Comedy and buy my new album. Yeah. Oh, hey, that was a nice little Oquasto plug. Any uh, any shows coming up with the yeah, Bogner Brothers? Yeah, playing tomorrow night at Molly Malone's in Hollywood with the Bogner Brothers, uh, singing and playing guitar. Is that in Santa Monica? Or no, where? it's in Hollywood on Fairfax. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah, saw awesome. me there. That's, That's where, where you I'm at. Okay, play. awesome. On Fairfax. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, Bogner Brothers, and uh, thanks for having me. Okay, Roxy. I'm Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. Right. Right. It, goes, it goes like that. Okay. You just pick Oops. it up where I drop it, you know? Boom, uh, the Paul, at the Paul Ponce on Twitter at SWG Podcast thescreenwatchersguild.com for my movie podcast it's movie fun. podcast hey guys I'm Adam Gertler you could find me at Adam Gertler on Twitter and Instagram talking about uh, Doghouse all of that stuff talking about movies on FX Movie Download uh, I think uh, in December or January I'm doing a little Maze Runner special for the new Maze Runner movie uh, and uh, we'll keep you posted and of course Mike Kalinowski you can find him at Mike Kalinowski uh, and talk to him uh, uh, and he'll talk to you because he's always a very positive guy when it comes to all these things DC alright did you say at Jay Quasto yeah you did yeah okay. I think, oh, at Jay Quasto yes yeah. that's good alright get out of here bye <laughs> from producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire Popcorn Talk Network we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.